Hello to all the beautiful black parents listening today. You know what? Sometimes you need a parent. A parent to tell you, yes, yes, you can take a break. Yes, good parenting is caring for yourself. Please take a nap. Yes, you can leave that half clean space alone and talk or laugh about something goofy with your kids. Enjoy the process of parenting your children without comparing your childhood to theirs because, well, this one belongs to them. Be together or separate while respecting the boundaries of each other. My name is Tyra Blanks. I am a mom with almost 30 years of experience parenting seven wonderful human beings. Welcome to Black Joy Parenting. Today's topic, Chores and Responsibilities, Part 2. Before we get started, I want to address a parenting snag that many of us fall into. But I want to help you out by giving you a piece of wisdom, sort of some advice that I've learned over the years. Your role as a parent, it will and it must change over your child's life. It starts by telling telling them the things to do, what you want them to do. Then it switches to asking, knowing that the answer will be yes. And then one day you're going to ask because you don't have a choice. They're adults now. And the answer will be no. And you have to be okay with that. We have to change with our children. The chores, the responsibilities of a child at six, those won't be the same when they're 13, 18, or even older. The way you need to deliver directions and duties will be very different. A six-year-old will be very eager and excited to clean up their rooms or vacuum. They're motivated by things like, good job from you, or a small toy at the end of the week. It teaches them about work, their work, starting and finishing things. Responsibilities. Responsibilities early on teach them to be accountable for their good work. When you add new chores or responsibilities beyond the age of six, they need to have a new motivation, money. Their lives are changing, interests in other things, new friends or different friends, hangouts, and possible new clothing. When my children were were young, their dad would bring home the newest VeggieTale movie before they changed the format. They were happy and they'd be running around cleaning up before he came home from work. And then we had other movies that the family enjoyed that were meant for the family or movies that belonged to the adults in the home. Sometimes the kids would watch them individually or with a couple of siblings. After viewing movies, though, the discs would be returned in, let's just say, various forms. Sometimes they're sat on a shelf, put inside another sleeve, or just left in a player, rotating for days until someone turned it off or ejected the movie. No matter what was said to them, movies were scratched, and sometimes they were even lost. It seemed to be a never-ending battle. But a miracle happened one day, and I had a front row seat. 
two of my children were fighting and it got a bit ugly because sometimes fights with children can get ugly. After inquiring about the issue, I learned that one of them borrowed a game from the other and returned it damaged. From my understanding, it wasn't the first time. And these were the words from my wounded child, the one that loaned out the game. If you borrow something from me, you should return it the same way I gave it to you. Then they said, you have no respect for other people's things. The wounded one was angry because they had spent their own money on a game and now it's destroyed. Later, we had a conversation and they realized that in the past, they haven't always taken care of other things that they borrowed. That following Christmas, there was a new movie from that same child to replace one that they had destroyed years ago. Now, as parents, many of us have made that statement or we will make it. We'll say that our kids are ungrateful and we'll say things like everything I've done for them, kept a roof over their heads, fed them, put clothes on their backs, and this is how they treat me. Or you've said these words to them directly. It's not that they're ungrateful. It's just that they need to learn gratitude and learn responsibility. And they can learn both of these at home. Allowance. It's been a fun and sometimes challenging ride buying things because your child asks for them. Could be because you wanted them to have these things, newly released items. And they're your kids and you want to spoil them. And that's okay too. Either way, they receive special items without earning them. Let me introduce you to allowance. I know. You might have heard or even said yourself some version of, they live here rent-free, I shouldn't have to pay them to do anything. I didn't learn this word until I was a full-grown woman with children. I get it. But an allowance will teach your child the importance of money in many forms. Savings, budgeting, employment words like no-shows, sick time, and shift swaps. Yes, employee terms. Listen, there's been so many times that we, black parents, learn something by accident in the workplace or just fell victim to things we were completely unaware of. This is our opportunity to teach our children about work, salary based on their unique skills. And this trains your mind to send your children accurate career goal messages, not the ones you want for them but the ones that are best suited for them. Decide how much the allowance will be based on your own personal budget first. Make it small, but large enough to motivate. Don't give more than you can afford because this will break trust if for some reason you can't pay out an allowance. But if you have a financial emergency, use this time to teach about things like a recession, real life emergencies, the importance of an emergency savings fund, but only if you are open and willing to be vulnerable with your children. We won't go into detail about this today though. I started with $5 per week for my eight-year-old, but it's been about eight or nine years, so you may wanna go higher to account for inflation, but this is completely up to you. At $5 a week, 
a dollar must go into savings, no exceptions. So then that leaves you to have to pay it out in singles unless they have a bank account and you can just transfer the money to them. But giving them the singles allows them to take that $1 and put it in either a piggy bank or some other place that you have your child saving money. Soon, they'll ask to buy something, and then they'll ask for a new something. Depending on the cost, please try your best to resist the urge to purchase and tell them they need to save their money to buy it. If they really want it, they will save, and they'll ask for a ride to the store. Let them make the purchase, plus any taxes. If they lose interest, that's great too. They are learning to think before making purchases with their hard-earned money. However, they are still saving and earning money each week. Now, here's a caution to my parents out here. If you know your child is saving their money to buy a certain something that they want, don't go out and purchase this item as a gift for birthday, Christmas, or any other time. Let the process run its course. We have to be firm believers in setting black children up for financial success and not depending on the different Santas. Y'all know those Santas, Lottery Santa, Settlement Santa, and Baller Santa. If these things happen for them, they should be knowledgeable enough about money to never be broke again. And in the words of one of my late pastors, he spoke one Sunday and he said, Seek wisdom and knowledge. And he said, if you lose all your money, you have the wisdom and knowledge to get it all back. Extra chores. When children save their money and buy something that they want, it builds self-confidence. It fosters positive self-esteem, independence. They'll take care of those items because they worked hard to earn that money for them. Before long, they will begin to want items that cost a bit more. They may ask for money outside of the allowance cycle, but resist the urge to give money just because. This is where extra chores come in handy. Let them know they can make extra money by doing projects in the home. Depending on the age, it could be wiping walls and baseboards or just organizing a storage area, mopping floors, Anything that is not a part of their regular chore schedule. Let them know what the project pays, because this is important, and the time frame you'd like it to be completed. And let them do it without you checking in on them and sending reminders. Remember, this is extra, and it's their project. When they are done, you check it out. Let them know how they did but resist the urge to be overly critical. Remember, these are children, not adults. Beautiful black parents, life is hard enough and all of us are critiqued walking out the front door. Let's not do this to our children. Yeah, I know, the world isn't always nice to our children, but they already know that. You don't need to teach them that lesson at home by being overly critical and mean. Let's not do that. Now, pay them for their work and don't forget to pay out their allowance 
on time. Quick note, extra chores can only be asked for if regular chores are being done. This is an opportunity to to discuss time management. Get your regular chores done first, and then we could talk about those extra chores in about two weeks. You don't want the time frame to be too long or they'll lose interest in the chore process altogether. But not all children are the same. I have a child that would ask multiple times a day because they thought I forgot. And then you may have that one that'll put together an entire PowerPoint presentation to ask for a raise or a loan. We'll go into more detail when we discuss black children and money at a later date. Negotiations. Learning to negotiate is something we as black parents don't talk about enough. It has a lot to do with how institutionalized racism has convinced us that we should be grateful we have achieved certain levels of success, grateful for the promotion that we received, and basically whatever salary or contract is offered to us. But also being told from generation to generation that we have to work twice as hard to stay in our positions, only to receive, in some cases, less pay and continued editing of ourselves just to stay in those jobs. It is time to end this with our children. But how do we teach our children to learn to negotiate? It's simple. We start with the allowance. Just because they start the year off at $10 per week doesn't mean they will stay at that rate for years. Your child, they may come to you and ask for a raise, or you may open up the subject for a discussion. Ask them how much they feel they should be receiving. But more importantly, ask them why. This allows them to sell themselves to you, their parents. But then they can hear their own words from their own mouths, how they see themselves. No more low self-esteem black children here, y'all. They learn to know their own worth because they are allowed to say it out loud and display these attributes at home. Now, it is okay to have a child that does exactly what they need to do and no more. We're not looking for perfection and we're not looking for excellence. That child should be comfortable with asking for a raise too. And you ask them the same question. How much do you think you should be receiving and why? They show up for work on time and they do what's required. They're consistent. But remember, they're doing it to their level, their standards, not yours. Because your clean and theirs will always be very different. How does all this tie in with Black Joy Parenting? First, chores and behavior challenges are two separate matters. If your child finds themselves in trouble with you or at school for any reason, they still receive their allowance. Why? Because the allowance is tied to their work in the home and not based on how they behave. An allowance is not a tool to make your child behave. It's payment for for what they do. Find another way to discipline them. We don't want our children to be confused about their self-worth and then being on edge, waiting to see if their parents are in a good mood or not, 
to pay out an allowance. Think of your job. If you behave out of order or say something out of pocket, you may be spoken to, contacted by HR, or written up, but your pay will be deposited in your bank account for work done. Now, if you choose, for whatever reason, to lower the allowance for your child, you also need to reduce the chores. Let's be respectful of their time and hard work. Second, do not delay creating an allowance structure for your children. If money is something you're not able to give right now, use a favorite meal each week, extra time with friends, more time on a game system. But don't let this be a long-term arrangement. Parents, your children deserve to leave home knowing their self-worth and how to ask for things according to their skills and capabilities. Money pays the bills, but it also creates the life that you desire. We want our children to also have this opportunity and switch up chores every year or two so that children learn about different areas of the home. And lastly, remember that your children are not adults until they are. Do not expect adult-level work, adult-level responses, and adult-level communication from them. This will take time for you to make the switch from work to home, but it is important for raising black children when the world views them as adults already. There will come a time to communicate as adults, but for now, let's give the children an allowance for chores. This is Tyra Blanks, and thank you for listening to Black Joy Parenting.